Hello and welcome to Pain Speak, the podcast it doesn't hurt to listen to. Your host, Dr. Deepak Ravindram, has over 20 years of experience treating patients with acute and persistent pain and has been an NHS consultant for more than 10 years. He is a fellow of the Faculty of Pain Medicine at the Royal College of Anaesthetists and holds qualifications in both musculoskeletal and lifestyle medicine. Dr. Ravindran is currently the clinical lead for pain medicine at the Royal Berkshire Hospital. The doctor will see you now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pain Speak podcast. It's been just over a week since the release of my book, The Pain Free Mindset, and I'm hugely thankful to all my readers who have bought the book and made it into an Amazon bestseller for the first week there. So really, thank you to all you guys for making the book what it is and for making it clear to me that it has been a book that needed to come out at this time. I've had feedback not just from patients who have told me how much they have appreciated how useful it is, But it's been gratifying that I've had the same kind of feedback from other pain consultant colleagues, GPs, surgeons and physiotherapists all telling me how extremely eye-opening it has been. So thank you once again. However, I have received obviously some feedback, some questions around the book And so while there will be further episodes looking at interviews with some of the stories and the people from the book, as well as other people in the pain field, I thought I'll spend the next couple of episodes dealing with these questions straight off the bat. The first question was essentially dealing with the title of the book itself. Is the pain-free mindset indicative of a belief that it's again all in the mind? And one of the readers actually asked me, how do I explain the title of the book? And am I reverting back to the same trope that's been dished out every time about some pain being in the mind? My answer to that has to be that, first of all, the pain-free mindset is an acronym. So the mindset itself is a seven-letter acronym, trying to make it an easy to remember for most pain patients, yourself, looking at how to remember the seven easy steps that have now been shown to have the maximum scientific evidence to overcome your pain. So the M stands for medications, the I for any interventions, it might be surgery, it might be injections, Any of those surgical treatments would constitute interventions. The N is the neuroscience of pain and stress. D is around the diet and nutrition, which we have now got very good evidence to say that it has an impact and influence on pain. S is for sleep and how it can make pain worse or better. E is exercise and physical therapies, any movement of any kind. And T stands for any mind-body therapies, 
what used to be called as complementary therapies or allied treatments is what I would now call as mind-body therapies. So it is really an acronym. But in a second way, I would also urge you to consider this as an opportunity to reframe how you have always viewed pain. And in that sense, it does require a mindset shift. I'm now reading actually a book called Rethink by Adam Grant. He is a professor at the Wharton School of Business. And he actually challenges us and says that the crucial skill that's required for the next generation is the ability to rethink and unlearn what you've learned. And part of the pain-free mindset is that ability to unlearn everything that you have been thinking about pain or taught about pain if you're a healthcare professional listening to this and to actually go back to basics and see how much the science of pain has evolved and what that means to us because I think it gives us hope. It gives us understanding that our brain and our nervous system can rewire itself which is neuroplasticity. It gives us that fundamental difference between what we call nociception and pain and so it is time as Adam Grant says that outdated facts like the Cartesian model which I talk about in the book are like mental fossils and mental fossils like that should be best abandoned rather than to be held on to. I also make reference to the fact that the 80-20 rule does need to apply Now, Wayne Jonas, an integrative health physician in the US, looks at the 80-20 rule in that 20% of your health is determined by what healthcare specialists in hospitals do to you. The remaining 80% is very much in your control of what you can do to change how your health is and in some cases overcome your pain. The pain-free mindset allows you to enhance and empower and find that 80% that makes a difference. This is Pain Speak with Dr. Deepak Ravindran. The second question a reader asked me, is it fair or is it useful to compare physical pain of one person and another? Clearly that's not possible at all because each person's pain is unique. And each person's pain is a experience that is a sum total of all the context and the past events that have occurred in that patient. So no two knee injuries that occur are exactly the same. Although the structure and the change in a structure like a fracture or a cut may look the same, trying to say that one person has should have got better because their fracture is the same as another person's fracture is not right at all because the number of chemicals that get released from a fracture site, i.e. nociception, might be similar, but by the time those chemicals and signals travel via the nerves to the brain and the brain actually then makes sense of what those signals mean in the context of where that injury has occurred, when that injury has occurred, whether such as an injury has occurred in the past at all, And all of this will influence how much protection the brain needs to put in place. 
So the final sum total of pain experience that two people will feel could be very different from the actual injury that they have. The third question is around psychological stress and manifestation in physical pain and how do I deal with it? Well, fundamentally the research is now clear and I go and present a lot of studies in the book that what we used to think of as stress is something psychological or mental or emotional induces the same pathophysiological meaning that there is a change in the kind of chemicals that is produced by the body and that production of those chemicals enters the bloodstream, it enters the nervous system, it impacts on the immune system and since the immune system is present in and around the intestine, it's present in various organs of the body and most importantly it is actually present in the brain. So when you have stress of any kind, whether that's physical stress, whether that's emotional stress, whether that's psychological stress, there is an influence on the body. And therefore the mind-body connection, the separation that was falsely proposed back in the 16th or 17th century is actually flawed. And recent evidence in the last 20 years has shown that there is an overwhelming mind-body connection which needs to be taken into account because that can have an impact on health in multiple domains. And the earlier stress you have, the number of kinds of stress that you may have undergone, whether it's in childhood, whether it's during adulthood, whether it's the pandemic itself, all these will make a difference in different organs of the body. So I don't distinguish between psychological and physical stress. As far as I'm concerned and what the evidence shows is that stress impacts on the body and affects all organ systems in the same way. But each person will come out with a different set of symptoms because their experience and the type of chemicals is influenced by their way and their changes that occurs in the nervous and immune system. And that takes me on to what I call trauma-informed practice, which is what I talk about in the book and I think should be the way we practice healthcare for the next 50 to 100 to 200 years. In the next episode, I'll be looking and answering a few more questions around trauma-informed practice and the role of long COVID and whether I cover it in my book, actually who the readers are 